Rolling there. Rolling there. All right, everybody ready? Is Let's everybody- go, honey. <laughs> okay. Quiet in the studio. Cue the music. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. And obviously, boys and girls, if anybody's listening to this, well, you know who I am. I'm Abba. Right. Welcome to our podcast where we delve deep into the world of entertainment, politics, and everything in between, which includes the gazelle. And he is gracing us this evening, someone who's quick, nimble, and graceful, just like a gazelle. No, not a wildlife expert or a zookeeper. It's the one and only gazelle himself. Say hello, Trevor Nichols. Good evening, and to all the little boys and girls that are listening, is there, uh, listening, get a bed. Quarter past eight. And what a day I've had today, but I can't say anything about it yet. No, not yet. And also here this evening, we have a guest. Well, no, he's not really a guest. He's a permanent guest who's all about the facts, the numbers, the charts, and the graphs. Just like a true statistician. No, it's not the maths teacher or data analyst. It's the one and only stats man himself. Say hello, Mark Hartley. Hello, you fine specimens. How are we? <laughs> oh, tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Say, I'm, I'm not too bad, actually. No, Can't forget know. our lovely listeners. Big hello to all of them, too. And also, we have that man. The man that we call the raven, who's sharp, cunning, and mysterious, just like a raven. No, it's not Edgar Allan Poe's ghost or a bird enthusiast. This is the man who only has one woman in his wife. In his life? In his wife? In his wife? <laughs> That's another video. (laughs) Oh, God. Try again, come on. No, I'm not going to try again. (laughs) Make it call them Raven. Does that mean he's got a big beak? (laughs) Well, he's here to share his insights on how to steal shiny objects, scare off unwanted visitors, and call like a pro. How does he go, Gazelle? Caca! So, get ready. Let's get enchanted. And be amused by the one and only Raven, a true good mistress, evening, gentlemen. A true mistress listeners. of the skies. Say again. A you true mistress of the skies. We heard that you are now self-identifying as a woman. No, it's not so. It's not so. I'm a proper man, and uh, that's how I'll be. I identify as a handsome, proper man. Okay. <laughs> so you will all refer to me tonight in accordance with my identity. As a handsome, proper man. Uh, that's how I wish to be addressed. Is that right? Really chill, then. You're entitled to be uh, addressed how you identify. So I am a handsome, proper man. You do realise I'm going to edit all of that out, don't you? Well, no. <laughs> oh, by the way, just want to clear a little something up for Mr. Cuttle from last week, the cutter. Oh, yes. I noticed he, he slipped a question into me, which I missed, actually, because of all of your ramblings. And, uh, what do you mean all of my ramblings? Speak. The only person talking here is you. And um, he did ask me. I, w- I had a little Scottish badge on, a Scottish flag, and he noticed this, and he said, are you Scottish? Well, I'm not Scottish, but we're Vikings, and we went everywhere and claimed everything. So I'm in Scotland, I'm in England, we're everywhere, really. But I'm a big fan of Scotland. It's just a nice little nod to our Scottish guest, Mr. Cuddle. All right, okay. And the other thing that we have to clear up, the matters arising from that, is that Rabbi Burns actually wasn't born in Dumfries. He died in Dumfries. Uh, so I was born in Wigan. 
That's just the wrong way about. I know, I know, I know. Right, let's move on to the roundup. And we're going to start off with Mary Black, that wonderful SNP Member of Parliament. She's tipped to lose her seat at the next general election. I don't think she'll be the only one. So that's according to one political mapping site. Mari Black, the SNP's Deputy Westminster Leader, is among several SNP politicians whose position is on shaky ground and could lose her seat at the next general election. Now, here's the predictions. You ready for this? The website predicts that the SNP could finish in second place with Labour winning 25 seats and the SNP winning 22 seats. How about that? Stunned silence there. They've done a lot of damage to uh, their cause and um, clearly let millions of people down. Uh, well, not millions, you know, all their supporters. So we're deeply um, distraught at what they've been up to and, and various things in question with them. So not surprising, really, to be honest. Well, well you've got this this uh, this evidence that keeps coming out about these. Because I, I, I watch these polling things just lately, and they keep coming out about all these different politicians. How many are losing all the seats? Going at that rate, is only me going to win? Silence there. What happened then? <laughs> We were, that we were definitely stunned by that statement, no, sir. No, nobody's analysed me yet. Uh, uh, well, I don't I'm think sorry, anybody Trevor, could analyse you, <laughs> Trevor. I need to ask the question: Which party is it you're you're standing for? Because wait a minute, it changes. Week. It changes. This week it is. Go ahead, Trevor. Reform UK Party. Oh, there you go. So we're not having any loony policies anymore, then. Not at the moment. I've um, we've it's been suspended at the moment. I've had this conversation. Have today. you had the whip taken away from you by the oh monster raving loony party? I bet nobody's <laughs> taking my whip now. That's another story. I've had this conversation seven. today. Yes, they, they keep saying that I've had more parties than Mick Jagger. No, I've not. I've had as many parties as Mick Jagger. Aha. Uh-huh. And they were actually reeling them all off today with the company that I was with. Ooh. We, we, no, no, about, don't talk, don't talk. We're about seven at the moment. <laughs> and I've been the chairman of six. Whoa. Right, Dominic Sandbrook, death of meritocracy in Britain. This is what's going to get Steve going. Okay, now listen. The Northcote Trevelyan Report of 1854 is considered by some to be one of the most important documents in modern British history as it proposed a civil service based purely on individual merit, breaking with centuries of aristocratic patronage. However, according to former economist, political editor Adrian Woodridge, the age of individual merit and social mobility may be coming to an end, as it is threatened by a new aristocracy united by, what's that wonderful word, wokeness. And everybody knows what woke is. Wokeness is based on the idea that group identity trumps everything with no escape from an individual's group history. How about that? So the age of meritocracy is over. It's now you've got to be woke to actually get ahead in this country. Go ahead. Yeah, well, we've seen this for many years, actually, and this comes down to a sort of rather questionable organisation that's permeated uh, many of uh, our uh, um, institutions across this country. That's a subject for another podcast, but very similar to that, to, to what you're talking about there, Jonathan, is um, 
something called communitarianism, which means that community rights seemingly under this new mantra trump individual rights whereby the rights of the individual no longer matter and they're trying to take those away that's like and captain the, spock no commander and spock the, the needs of the many rights. outweigh the needs of the few nanu nanu no 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 <laughs> well basically mark would agree that um, individuals do have rights under common law and the the constitution, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But we seem to be having people in this country who want to bring about this idea of communitarianism, uh, where it's group rights that surpass and supersede. Allegedly, I don't agree. It's in, it's incorrect. Uh, the rights of the individual, and we do have indi- individual freedoms, rights, and privileges in this country which should never, ever, ever be surrendered. Indeed, indeed. Well, they were fought hard for, you know, those those freedoms. Otherwise, we'd all be speaking German today, wouldn't we? Ich bin ausgezeichnet. I think we'd be speaking Russian, but that's another you debate. You reckon? Yeah. Das Vidania. We, we. I don't even know what it means either. Just sounds good to or if you do my only Japanese is one karamaska. It's gotta come. It's gotta come from the from the chest. One karamaska. I don't even know what it means, but there you go. Anyway, okay. well, one thing it will not mean is, uh, would you like a beer, lads? Ah, yes, we would. Go ahead, go to ah. the bar. No, it wouldn't be you saying it. Hey, did you see the little video clip I sent to about you at the bar? No, nope. going to the Didn't clinic the next day. It. it wasn't even worth even a five <laughs> seconds of my I thought time. It was hilarious. Not even worth it. Okay, awkward moment. BBC newsreader receives ten second alarm live on air. Did everybody? I mean, what uh, a day to do it on St George's Day. Madness. Yeah. Now I turned my phone off. There was all sorts of various theories about this going on. I wasn't wholly satisfied or impressed or um, uh, agreeable to this. So I turned every single setting off. I turned my phone off and I turned the gas off and the electric off just to make sure. Yeah, that's because you're chintzy and you don't want to keep your wife warm. That's what it's all about. Isn't that right, Oh, Trev? Mrs. Ingram is never cold. I know, as if you keeping her warm. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, especially after you locked her out at a front door. That's no, disgusting. Bring that up again. I know, I know, sake. I know. Well, she rang me and told me all about it. You left her out there for at least 10 minutes. Yeah, and then it slipped my mind, and then I sort of gave her yeah. an acknowledgement to my work oh, colleagues. Oh, yeah. That went well. Yeah, yeah well, that didn't well, put you well in. the other night when I see my eating bill. <laughs> <laughs> and you locked it out. Well, the UK government conducted a trial of the new National Emergency Alert System on April the 23rd. And I'm going to give way to Mark momentarily. But some three customers reported that they did not receive any alert, whilst others received it too early. The government's cabinet office has launched a probe to find out why a very small proportion of mobile users did not receive the alert. The test actually was a 10-second alarm which went off at 3 p.m., as well as an on-screen message advising the public that no action was required. Now, you know what I think we should do with that, with that alert? I think we should tell that and tell people in this country to stop voting Lib Lab Com. Just 
we use it for that. Go ahead, Mark, and then we're going to go through to Trevor. Go ahead. Don't you think it was ironic that probably the biggest threat to our country are sending us warnings? Maybe it was just a little reminder who the threat is. Hello, we're still here. Yeah. yeah. We're in your life and we yes. don't want to leave. Correct. I wish they, do you know what? I only want to hear from the government once every five years to say, we're going to do this for you, and then they'll fail at that too. So I probably don't really want to hear from them at all. Just crack on, run the country, and uh, stay out of people's lives. Please, thank yeah. you. It's not going to happen, though, is it? Okay, Trevor, go ahead. The gazelle. Straight in no. there. Mr. Nimble, Mr. Quick, go ahead. Mr. Nimble. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody might be able to He's insulting you there. He's insulting you, gazelle. Listen, nothing insults me. <laughs> uh, Tony Blair, Teflon. No, nothing insults me. Go ahead. Now, you might be able to help me with this because I've seen a report the other day. I'm not, I've not verified it and I, I'm not. I'm not quite clear on it, so you might be able to help me on this one. Now, this alert was set up at X amount of million pounds. It was it was subcontracted yes. to, I think it was Toshiba. Might have been Fujitsu, was it? Sorry, Fujitsu. sorry, Fujitsu. Yeah. They are, Mark. I knew, I knew stats. They were the ones on that one, were responsible for the Post Office Horizon scandal as well, remember? Go ahead. Yes. I know and, where he's going with this. I know where he's going. Yeah, yeah and, and I've seen it. It was offloaded to another company. And who owns that company? Tell us. Rishi, Rishi Sunak's wife. Ooh. I can add something. And who owns the majority of some of the shares? Well, you can guess, can't you? Go on. Oh, BlackRock, Vanguard. You know the usual yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah. We've got the beaks and everything. Yeah, yeah them. So they're making beaks, money off Just our... like the Raven. He's yeah, on here. He could be Mr. Super Rich. He could be. Yeah, he could actually, yeah. be the Elon Musk of Blaken. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm telling you, we don't know this. We need to check his card if he drives one of them Teslas. Yeah, or, you know, or a Dodgem card. That's him. That's him. I suggest you use your rockets wisely and don't send your cars up. Maybe send, I don't know, politicians. Yes, I'd agree with that. Make yeah. them. The test uh, to go to Mars without a helmet and yes. oxygen. I'm like a Bugatti, actually, if I'm going to have a nice job. Bugatti. Ooh, Bugatti yeah. very wrong. Right. Oh, I like them cheesy, and they're lovely, them baguettes. Okay. Yeah. How about this? <laughs> the foods with a surprisingly long shelf life. What can you does? name any of them? These are, we're talking about nine food items here that can be stored for long periods without going off, despite the expiration dates. Go on. Alcohol. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well, nothing gets stored in your house regarding alcohol. It doesn't mean uh, it sits on the shelf for a week. Oh, soy sauce. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. Salt. <laughs> not supposed to be very good for you at all. Dried beans. Okay. Yeah. White rice. Yeah. Powdered milk. Yes. Sugar. Yes. Yeah, Does it say how long these can be stored for, by the way? Indefinitely, I suppose. Honey. Right, okay. Go Honey. on, carry on. So those are foods that you can actually uh, that have a long shelf life, despite whatever expiration dates they have on them. So What about honey? That's that you can store honey for thousands of years. I know. That's what I've just been telling you. Will you repeat but what I'm saying? But it's not on the list. Can somebody just tell yeah, me? Is he, he's not to, with us. I've got... Me being a single man, I've got tins in my cupboard from 1974. I've not, I've not had a chance to eat them yet. <laughs> Marmite. <laughs> oh, there's all sorts in there. No, no, no. Okay, here's your favourite person, Gazelle. 
Diane Abbott is suspended by Labour over claim mm. Jews don't suffer racism. Boo, rubbish. Well, free. free. I'm going to say free the black one, then I can't say that, can I? Free. <laughs> you can say what you want. Free Diane. Free Diane. Justice Buy one, for get Diane. One free. Justice for the one. Connect one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's been suspended Listen, from the party. You can't, you can't take Diane out of politics. No, no, no way. She's got to be no there. way. She's been suspended from the party and stripped of the whip over. Has comments. Somebody explains to her what the word "suspended" means. Yes. Well, Trevor knows what "suspended" is because he's into all of that kind of stuff. We're going to be talking about bondage later, but anyway. <laughs> right. Just one second, Mark, and I'll give away. She suggested that the Irish, Jewish, and traveller people all experience prejudice, but are not all subject to racism. In her response to the comments, Energy Secretary Grant Shapps accused her of spouting hateful anti-Semitism. Now, I think in a lot of ways, this is just a vehicle to actually try and knock Labour down. Okay, that's fine. I mean, you don't even have to do it. I mean, the Conservatives don't have to do it. Labour are doing it all by themselves. Yeah, they do it themselves. Of course they do. Go ahead, Mark. Do you know, it's a funny old day, this. But first, I'm going to have to defend Diane Abbott. What she said, I don't think it was racist. I think it was just stupid, to be honest. I go with that. I mean, she's not actually insulted them and not purposely called them names, which is to do with their characteristics. She's just, she's just being herself, <laughs> you know. Hang I don't on. think, I don't think it deserves hang being suspended. On, Do you know on, what it is? I'll let you come in in a sec. But it's this thing now where you even speak about Jews and it's not allowed. No, I'm sorry, but I don't think she should have been suspended. Fair you enough. Know, just made, they've just made it a bit like the Jeremy Corbyn they've done it. Yeah, they have. They have. They just made it a principle of it and. They want, it to, they want all this anti-Semitism to end, don't they? But on this occasion, I don't really think it was, but no, no. it was just a silly comment. Silly it comment. was incorrect, but, you know, you know what it's like in this world now. They'll cancel you in a heartbeat. They're even cancelling themselves now. I said they'd start doing this. Well, nah. Trevor, you now know that Mark is going to be voting Labour in the local elections. He's defending yeah, Labour. <laughs> no, I, 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 I just have to throw an hanging on this one because my MP... Is a ginger <laughs> and Jewish. a Jewish lady. So did she oh. advocate for Diane Abbott to be suspended? Do we know? No. She because the, late, the latest comment is she's sitting on the fence. But the point is, I mean, what I'm trying Painful. to get over is Diane Abbott mustn't like her at all. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have a sitting on the fence before the take off and fly off somewhere else. Ah, that's a good point, that raven. Good God, isn't it? Just a quick Isn't one. all this a little bit of a nonsense, though, this endless talk of racism, to be quite honest with you? Oh, yeah. Isn't it also ironic that Conservatives and Labour ban this about this term towards That's each other? That's it. If you also- carry on, if you carry on with that chair, I saw you move <laughs> I, on screen and that yeah. chair was moving. I have to edit those things out now, cut it out. Otherwise, I'm going to cut you out. You're going to be this muted. This chair has been In around... five, four... Three. For a long time. Anything can happen in the next five seconds. The point I was making was, you hear in Labour and Conservatives bat against each other on the phrase of racism and accuse Correct. each other of it. But the reality is, both of these parties, in fact, the political establishments, were all attacking UK independence campaigners for simply wanting 
uh, controlled immigration. Now they're all trying to sort of portray themselves as supposedly taking action on that, and we know how much of a nonsense that is. It's a really a joke. Yeah. And actually, most people, we've said this many times, are not actually racist in this country. No, it, they're it, not. You're quite right. No. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, let, let's, let's move away from this nonsense. It's ridiculous. What, what bothers me is the, um, the hypocrisy of it all. Now, yes. in their perception, she was racist. But all she has to do is dissociate herself from her own comments. How you do that, I don't know. And she's she's redeemed. She's got redemption. But like Steve said then, there's people who've been called racist who aren't. Never been proven. It's you just never simply, get redemption. In fact, you get cancelled. You, you get, get cancelled. Banished. Calling, them, calling them that is just a way of defenestrating their arguments. That's all it is. It is. Well, it was a stupid argument, and you could have really beaten that argument very easily by going, Diane, that was stupid. Yep. Go ahead, never Trevor. Be- Something has just propped up in my mind. <laughs> Remember my MP, Charlotte. Charlotte, that's Charlotte. She ripped into all the Romany. Yes. Yes, but they apologise, um, Trevor, and that, that's fine when you actually are racist, but then when you're not, you can't apologise because you're not and you just label Yeah, so, I mean, she might just be getting a little bit of her own medicine now with Diane, Queen Diane, I should call her, actually. <laughs> Actually, ripping into her, calling her a gingo, and you? Because she's only getting back, and she called the Romani, the, the Romani uh, community, and, and then she apologised for it. And it, it went into national headlines again. Shalot. And the Raven has danced with Shalot. And we've got him, we've got him on video, dancing with Shalot. yeah, I've told you, and I'm up to 61,000 at the minute. (laughs) I've got, I've got votes, um, what they call, Vote UK, they're bidding. I've got two bidders at the minute. Well, there you go. You've got two biddies. Two bidders, (laughs) and I've got it at 61,000, so you better be quiet what you say to me. Yeah, you better be quiet. (laughs) Bidding for what? Nothing. Can't tell you, it's a secret. You Shalot. (laughs) Yeah. How how intimate you were. Yeah, we saw you. You were dancing close to Shalot, and she was backing away. We saw that. And they all said, there's murder on the dance floor. Well, they were murdering the dancing, that's for sure. (laughs) That was it, yeah. (laughs) Swaying from side to side. Murdering the dance floor. We saw the dad moves. We saw the dad moves, didn't we, Trevor? Yeah, move on, move on. <laughs> oh, yes, move on now. Yeah. All right, okay, on. well, here's the last of the roundup. Are you ready? An airline pilot reveals where your poo goes when you flush the plane loo. Yeah. On someone's head. Nope. <laughs> the airline pilot is taken to TikTok to reveal where toilet waste goes when you flush on a oh. plane mid-flight. He explained... That the waste goes through plumbing to the rear of the aircraft. It would have to be the rear, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. To the rear of the aircraft. Well, they don't use it as screen wash, do they? No, and is sealed away in a special container that can only be opened by the ground crew after the plane lands. What a job that is. Well, you wouldn't want to open mid-flight climbing out the back, would you? Some- ah, now- what you're missing here, boys, is that they're commonly known as chemtrails. Whoa! <laughs> right, so social media users were surprised to learn this and had believed that the waste was dumped out of the plane mid-flight. However, mm. there have been cases of toilet waste leaking from jets mid-flight 
and India has previously introduced fines for airlines <laughs> that empty their toilet tanks mid <laughs> mid air. <laughs> oh, what a job that'd be! Oh, that. what? Oh. I, I and I wouldn't like to be the ground crew at the other end. No way. <laughs> No yeah, but it's only the same as I'm a celebrity get me out of it because they've got to empty the dungy, haven't they? Whatever it's called. Well, <laughs> the dunny. The dunny, is it? Well, a dunny, that's it. Yeah, dunny. Well, there you go. So now you know it doesn't get spread midair, it goes, goes, goes into a tank, which is emptied when they land. So I I'm not buying that. Okay, well, there you go. There you go. Uh, you can imagine with uh, with the cheap flights, like, like you get on Ryanair and people yeah. like that. I reckon they go mid mid air. <laughs> I reckon well, on I reckon, certain yeah. flights, there's actually no tank. In fact, there's no toilet. It's just a toilet seat with a hole outside the plane. <laughs> Quite a few. Well, people I went last time. Disappear. I was finally come out with a big smile on my face. What a suck that was! <laughs> that is disgusting. That is, says it is. That, gazelle, that is that is just that's below you, sir. <laughs> well, it was actually. You're right there, and I can't wait for next month because I'm flying again. Oh, oh, oh! I'm off to Greece again. Yasus, yasus. Anyway, we're going to get a yes. report from the airport, aren't we? My flight, my Certainly flight has been delayed. Bing bong! Can the gazelle hurry up, please? The plane is leaving. <laughs> Is the gazelle in the toilet? Is hell to empty the toilet? Seven, have you got a good supply of rather camp-looking Ben and Dorm style shorts to wear on holiday? Oh, you want to see him? I've got to do nudist beach, Steve. I don't need a... <laughs> oh, dear. He tan. likes the all-over tan. <laughs> I actually gave... Uh, when I got back last time, uh, somebody said, have you got any tips for Greece? I said, yeah, don't go to the nudist beach on the third week. Why is that? Well, when you drop the trolleys, you all go... Nobody can, we're, we're on a podcast. Nobody can see you moving your head. Can they not? I thought it was visible. Yeah. I know when my daughter was still behind me, she said, Father. And I said, oh, okay. yeah, So, what I'm going to do this time, I've got to go to the nudist beach in the first week so nobody stares at you. So, you're going to get what in was, there first. What it was, listeners, yeah, when you drop the trolleys, what I was getting at is everybody stares at you because you've got a big white pair of underpants. I was about to say you get a new pair of slippers, but there you go. <laughs> Might have something to do with your age, yeah. but there you have it. <laughs> right, another okay. Year, another inch needed to the toilet water. Yeah, come on. Think about that. Right, okay, we're going to move on to the first national of the evening. That's disgusting. I'm going to move away from this stuff. I'm I'm, I'm not associating with you guys I don't know about anybody else listening to this, but I've kind of lost the plot in terms of what's actually happening there. Well, well that's great because you shut on? up. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Okay. I'm, I'm slightly bewildered by the fact that you didn't go on a long-winded sort of uh, self-aggrandizement um, chat about yourself. I don't have to because I am what I am. Simple well, it's actually very nice that you mentioned us in a little yeah. bit more detail uh, yeah. this week, so I'm going to give you the hats off. Hats this off week. to that one. Okay, all right, all right, okay. Okay, that's a compliment. I'll take it. Right, first national news story of the evening. Dominic Raab, well, obviously, you know what what's happened to him. He's resigned because uh, he, what he basically said was, he said that if he was guilty of any bullying at any level, he would resign. So from that point of view, basically... He's only found guilty of two out of eight counts of bullying. So 
but he he did resign. He carried on. I think Rishi wanted to get rid of him anyway. But here's a resume of the story, right? An, est- uh, an investigation has found that former UK Deputy Prime Minister Dominic Raab acted in an intimidating manner towards civil servants. But it was also found that he did not shout or swear at them. Dominic Raab, who served as Brexit Secretary, Foreign Secretary, and most recently Justice Secretary, was accused of bullying by a group of junior policy officials in the Ministry of Justice, amongst others. The report by lawyer Adam Tolley, King's Counsel, found that some civil servants attempted to get Raab removed from government while Raab warned of a tyranny of subjective hurt feelings. That could prevent ministers from driving civil servants to deliver change. Raab has now resigned. Okay, thoughts? We're going to go straight to the to the gazelle first. Go ahead, Trevor. Could you just repeat the three offices there, landlord, what he was in? Just go through them slowly. Okay, well, he was Brexit secretary. Failed. Foreign secretary. He was away on holiday when they were exiting Afghanistan. Yep, go on. and then justice Failed. secretary. Justice Secretary, the police has never been in a worse mess than it's in at the moment. Okay, so anyway, but whether or not he was good at his job or not is not in question. What we're talking about here is is the accusations of bullying, of which there were eight, of which only two were upheld on the investigation. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, it appears to be the case here. If he's describing a culture of hurt feelings, etc., etc., within the civil service, is, is this a case of, um, you know, wokeness running amok and being utilised uh, for getting at politicians they don't particularly like for whatever reason, i.e. Brexiteer uh, and various things like that? So it does beg the question, who is actually controlling what goes on in government? Is it the civil service or is it the politicians? That's the point. And um, the point. what actually is the level of power that these civil servants have? Are they simply using certain situations to manipulate and influence who's in government? Because that needs looking at for sure. Let's face it, because these people are simply employed to carry out the instructions of what is required by the people in government. They're not there to initiate. Rob actually warned that the tyranny of subjective feelings could stop ministers from driving civil servants to deliver the change that the public expect. That's exactly the point I'm making because it's the civil, it's the politicians and the people and policy making, which is supposedly in accordance with the wishes of the people, that drives the change. Not the civil servants, and as we know, let's face it, are heavily riddled with left-wing woke uh, uh, people who, who will not play the game, and they certainly won't play the game with Brexit policies. Policies They need to do as they're told, and they, if they don't like it, they should get out of the job. End of. Okay, Mark, go ahead. Okay, has anyone actually read the report? Because me being me, I've read it. Yes. We knew yeah. you would. We it's knew. Tiresome. It's tiresome. Yeah, leading it, leading it to be it's quite a stretch, right? Steve, to be honest. I mean, the thing that stuck out to me was the most is the, the vagueness due to confidentiality because the, some of the witnesses have stayed anonymous. Well, just quickly, um, what I didn't like about it was that the complaints all went in at the same time. They were collective. Yeah, and some of them actually, John, went back years, and it seems like it was a coordinated effort. Yes, yeah. yes, but yes. The, another thing, it does seem like a bandwagon of complaints, uh, and it was just a big pile on. Now, Steve mentioned the, the wokeness. Now, what's not helped is the actual ministerial code. 
Now, we know who updated this, don't we? Yeah. Boris Johnson. And you mentioned subjective. Well, that's good because I made some notes. The first description of bullying in the code is offensive, intimidating, malicious, and insulting behaviour. Now, as we found out over the years, offensive and, and to a point, intimidation are very subjective. Correct. Some people think people look intimidating and act intimidating. Some of people don't. Now, offensive, well, that can be stretched a mile, can't it? Yeah. I'd say malicious and insulting behaviour. Yeah, there's no need for that. That can be easily proved. And the second one is an abuse or misuse of power in ways that undermine, again, very subjective undermine, humiliate, okay, that's okay, denigrate or injure. Now, again, undermine, questionable, humiliation, uncalled for, but to criticise someone unfairly could be rather subjective, couldn't it? Yes, You don't think someone's done their job properly and you criticise them for it. I think that's fair, but some people don't do they? They spit the dummy out. Now, I'm no fan of Dom and these fake cons. But again, it's a strange day because now I'm going to have to probably defend him and Diane Abbott. But what I think they're doing is copying the Democrats' tactics in America. But this is just yep. like a this is just like a Poundland version of it, John. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And, yeah. and to be honest, with you, these people in the civil service, we need a clear out of the civil service. We need to rewrite the rules, and they need a damn good reminder of who pays their wages and who they work for. They are not entitled to get together collectively and start making these kind of situations come to fruition whereby somebody is removed from their position within government. Oh, it yeah. is appalling. It's wrong. It's wrong. And I know, listen, they're amongst, uh, the civil service in this country are amongst the laziest civil servants in the world. There is no two ways about it. That's why this country is not as productive as it should be. The only ones that work the hardest are HMRC. Those people work like no tomorrow. They do their job properly. I'd um, agree with that. They're tremendous, to be quite frank. Yeah, yeah so, but I wonder why. <laughs> but, Trevor, it doesn't matter the reasons why. It's just that they're, they're good at what... <laughs> <laughs> they're good. He's actually showing me sign language, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You know, I take it. I take it that you don't like HMRC. That's fine. That's fine. That's okay. But as far as I'm concerned, they actually work hard. Go ahead, Mark. I think we need a radical overhaul of the civil service. Yeah. Look, we we heavily criticise ministers when they don't do the jobs. But now, how much of these failings are actually down to the civil service not doing what they're expected to do? Well, I'm going to now. I'm going to give away to Trevor, and then I'm going to introduce. Another story is part of the National, which shows you how woke the civil service has gone. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up the point of uh, Northern Ireland again. I mean, the the MPs have not been in Stormont for two years now. Yeah, yeah. So who's running it? It's not the MPs. So I reckon we can just get... Yeah, so we can just basically get rid of these 605... Well, sorry, 649 of them, because obviously I want to go in there. So we get rid of 649 of them, and I'll just sit in there on my own. You don't matter, because somebody else is going to run it anyway. The MPs don't. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. They, they, they haven't done it in Ireland. We could just go straight in and elect the uh, civil service and just forget about all the MPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make Absolutely. it a joint thing, so well, you, you represent your constituency, and you do the job too. I picked hey, up And get rid of the laws and call it China. I picked up on this story in the Daily Mail by Martin Beckford, and... You're going to laugh at this. You ready? 
bondage-loving civil servants at Ministry of Justice demand protection. Hey, do you know what? Quickly before you carry on, I believe <laughs> I believe uh, Diane's lost a whip, but the uh, the MOJ said they'll lend her one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on this. Right, now, now, catch this. Civil servants who practice BDSM, now Trevor knows all about this, bondage, domination, sadism, and masochism within the ministry... <laughs> Within the Ministry of Justice are demanding support and protection, claiming they are discriminated against. <laughs> what do they do when they go into work? Are they like sort of st- strapped up, you know, in chains and, you know, against the walls and whipped and what have you? They are calling for their trade union to set up a staff network for BDSM enthusiasts and campaign for their rights. What? Sorry, I really don't know what to say about this. It's absolutely ludicrous. Well, you know, I'm... crack on and just get on with your jobs and stop worrying about this sort of thing. Um, Carry on listening, right? I mean, I'm coughing because I'm coughing. I'm, t- I'm taking a break because I just can't believe it. The motion <laughs> will be discussed at the Public and Commercial Services Union annual conference. And the union's ruling council is being asked to put forward a similar motion to the Trades Union Congress. The topic of trans rights will also be discussed at the conference. Conservative groups have criticised the motion, stating that sexual fetishes should not be brought into the workplace. You know, so I'll just sum this up then. So the very department that was so offended by someone who didn't even shout or swear at them for not doing their jobs properly are fine with being whipped maybe even actually hurt or for sexual pleasure and they are claiming they are discriminated against no Correct. people look down on them because they're sexual deviants and that stuff sh- and you, that stuff yeah, but why is it even there, coming up read my mind uh, I, I, I thought these guys they'd are welcomed being bullied by Dominic Reb yeah. I don't bully me push me whip me sign me up <laughs> who, who do they, who do they oh, think oh, they oh, are just, maybe that's I mean, the no, real no. nature of the complaints no, I mean, I don't know anything about it. You didn't it. hit me thinking. hard enough. You didn't insult me. Whip me. Whip me. Yeah. <laughs> With your rhythm stick. Whip, whip me. Di- Stop whip me, me, Diane. Oh, you can't. <laughs> Do you know what? I bet you they're regulars at the Drag Queen Story Hour and Sam Smith concerts. Though, oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't imagine it. I mean, it would be interesting to find out and listen in to these conferences to see what actually happens. I mean, because this is ridiculous. Why is it even becoming a subject? Go ahead, Trevor. Massive st- comment to give here. I was shocked. That Sam Smith the other night had a big halo above his head. Did you see that stats? Where he had... I seen him with his thing round his mouth. His, I don't know what you call him. Doing his tongue thing. That's disgusting. Yeah, that, 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 Anyone that's, who takes uh, their children to see him needs to have a serious word with himself. Now, it's, I, it's vile. Now, now it's vile. I, put, I put two comments up, right? Somebody was saying... This five-year-old child was in the audience. He shouldn't be performing like that. Well, what the hell are the parents doing taking a five-year-old child to see something like that? Yeah. Anyway, that's not the point. The other night, he had a halo over his head with Brianna, Brianna Gray, is it? The lady, the, the, the young um, trans lady that got stabbed oh, yeah. in Warrington, right? And I put up, whoa, yeah. was he nowhere or is he bandwagoning? Bandwagoning. And they just said, what do you mean? He's showing his respect. I said, no, he's not. He's not showing his respect. He's bandwagoning. He doesn't know her. Does he know her? Can somebody answer that? And they said, no, well, he doesn't need to know her. He's just giving her respect. I said, no, he's not. He's bandwagoning. Yeah. I'm sick of people doing this. Yeah, and people too. like him don't need to do it. <clears throat> do you know what? On a serious note, 
Who do these people think they are? Do we really want these sordid individuals working for the civil service? No, get them out. No, get them out. A protected characteristic. No, a bunch of dirty rotters is what I call them. So yeah. I'll say, sack them all and find In the Ministry of, the of Justice. We'll get this yeah. one, though. You know the conference yeah. you said they're going to push it at? Well, they're actually calling on unions to do this. So will teachers be next, will they? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to have a little rant here. How disgusting has society become? We've got the sexualization of our children, the turning the blind eye to rape gangs. You've got now an acceptance of a level of crime. You've got the mutilation of young people's bodies with this gender yeah. insanity. Yeah. And now you've got sexual deviants who want to be protected from criticism, their depravity. What next? Children can consent to sex with adults because that's coming. They've tried before. Rant over. Yeah, but the thing Yours. is, if you think about it, you're in a workplace. BDSM is hmm. a is a private thing. I mean, no, it's not. Well, shut up. Not anymore, is it? (laughs) Shut up. That's that's the point I'm making. It's supposed to be a private and personal thing. Why is it coming into the workplace? And why do they need the unions to protect them? Well, are they going to be wanting a special room for uh, lunchtime activities provided (laughs) at work? These people got children, because I'm I'm actually really worried now um, what these children are going to be walking into or listening to always got to look at the positive side of these stories all right i clean mattresses (laughs) (laughs) so it gives you a lot of work so are you doing a lot of work in london at the moment at the ministry of justice i do a lot around chester chester is not the ministry of justice sir some of them are and you want to see the sex addict center i've got a full contract down there (laughs) Someone needs to whip this Ministry of Justice into, into shape. Into line. Whip yeah. them into shape. So anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to go yeah, on please. to the. We're going to on to the local, and obviously, this is with. Who's it going to be with, Mark? Is it going to be with you, or I, is it going to be with? Travel? I think we've got to give this one to the Gazelle, haven't we? Okay, Gazelle, be nimble. If he, if gazelle, be quick. It. Go ahead. Well, does he want it? Look at this. I mean. <laughs> yeah. My God, Welcome you've got so warranty. many pages there. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not kidding you. This man has done a lot of research on this, but he's only going to get five minutes. Go ahead. I don't, I don't need any research. It's just, it's around me all the time. Ooh. Welcome to Warrington, the dumping ground for all migrants. Yeah, I mean, that is a statement. In 2016, we had the largest settlement of Latvians in England. The, late, uh, the largest settlement of Hong Kongies, I think they're called. I mean, that's not derogatory. That's what they're called. Hong Kongy citizens. And we have the Polish. Now, all these are housed. We don't mind right? the Polish, Trevor. No, no, no. They no, helped I don't us mind, during the no, war. I, I don't mind the we Latvians like the and the, the Hong Kongies because what, what's happened is when they actually come over here, then they, they, they uh, contribute to the community, etc. I'm not going to problem with any, anybody. Now, we have the, the, the hotel influx, which the first was Lord Darsby, which is fully it's been fully occupied, which is the Britannia Hotel. Group, it's a Britannia hotel group that's been occupied since get this 2016. Right now, we've got Paddington House for the last couple of years. Uh, is it Pad- yeah, Paddington House? I think now I, I do believe that the Patton Arms Hotel is also being used, uh, though that's a lot smaller. I mean, it's not as big as the others. The the, the, the quiet rinse, uh, quiet rinse. I mean, this was only what's this now, six or eight months ago. They took over the Fir Grove as well. That was another one that was taken out. Uh, they cancelled obviously all the weddings, all the uh, um, everything else that was going on there. Now these hotels—they're not small bed and breakfasts, you know. They, these are prestigious hotels, and now it's just been announced 
that the Holiday Inn is set to close its doors to the public. I'll, I'll, I'll just give you the location of these hotels. You've got Fergrove is in Warrington South, You've got, which is right near Latchford Village. It's within walking distance of Latchford Village. You've got the Lord Darsbury, that's on the outskirts of Warrington, going towards the motorway. You've got the Patton Arms in town centre, and you've got Paddington House, which is just off the main Manchester Road, and it's opposite a children's nursery. Now, I'm not trying to make any, you know, major significance. I don't like that. that. I don't like that. But it is right outside the children's nursery. Now, the Holiday Inn is at Woolston Grange, so that's obviously in Woolston. So basically, most of Warrington's outer areas are covered. You're surrounded, no, sir. Surrounded. We're, we're surrounded. And that's that's without the influx of, of, of housed people, right? Now, do not forget that the staff at all these hotels, they lose their jobs. Yeah. They've got no weddings coming up. They've got no occasions, birthdays, etc. Whatever that hotels do, they lose, they're losing their job. And the hotels say, well, we offer them locations. What? 30 miles away, something like that. Yeah, they can't you do can't, that. Yeah. You, you can't just do that. While what these hotels do is they move in security firms yeah. at a fraction of the cost of the staff. So it's an absolute win-win. For them, yeah. For them, right? Now, Warrington Borough Council said it's government's duty, the safety and well-being of the wider communities. It is a government's responsibility to alleviate and mitigate such pressure points to avoid growing community tension. So it's not us, Gov. That's going to be, that's going to increase community tension. Of course it's going to increase Would you momentarily, and would you momentarily give way to Statsman? I, I certainly will, yeah. I certainly will. Go ahead, Stats. We've got a bit of a, a problem here because it would appear the council are, are, are objecting to this. Uh, the government just won't listen. And then there was, I think there was a case the other day where it went to court and the courts have overruled everyone and said, no, they're going in the barracks. So how are we meant to actually stop this? I mean, in this report, this, sorry, in this article, they use the words interchangeably of migrants, refugees and asylum seekers. Yes. It's muddy in the water. So again, who are they? Well, I'll tell you who they are. The chances are, again, they're going to be predominantly unvetted young men. Yeah. We've got no idea where they've come from what crimes you've committed in the past and what crimes they're about to commit. And I'm yet, not labelling them all, but no, we're seeing patterns now in towns and cities across the country, and that's why I'm standing in an election. Sorry, I haven't plugged myself yet tonight, have I? Because I want the locals to have more of a say. Correct. They're not getting a say at all. Well, and yet, to go and vote, you have to have ID. And mm. none of these people that you're talking about have been ID'd at all. Yeah? Well, go ahead, Steve. Hopefully we don't vote then. I just want to make the point, actually, talking about what you've you've mentioned there, actually, about ID. Because every single thing that you do now during the course of your day and your week and as you go about your business in this country, you are forever producing ID to prove who you are and where you're from, including, depending on what you do for a living, proving the fact that you are fully clear DBS checked. I'm not sure all councillors are, but that's another story. And uh, subsequently, you spend a lot of your time repeatedly entering into security protocols as part of your daily living. And yet, we have into this country hundreds of thousands of people pouring in, 
unknown entities. And I said this during the course of the 2015 general election at one of the debates that I took part in, which is this. And Mark's just covered a good part of that, which is this. We have no assurance that these people are not thieves, fraudsters, rapists, paedophiles, terrorists. We know nothing about these people. And I'm sorry if anybody out there in woke world is offended by any of this, but that's the reality of the situation. And again, I reiterate, I reiterate, it is up to every man in this country to protect the women and children of this country. And it's time to give some more serious consideration as to who you vote for in every single election taking place in this country. Because our political class, and I'm sorry to say this, it's a fact in my view, our entire parliament, not all, but it is heavily laden with traitors operating against the people of this country. Go ahead, Trev. Totally agree with that, Steve. Well said. So what you need to do is revolt uh, for, for vote for Reform UK. Right, anyway. <laughs> There's the blog for him. Don't forget Bad. Mark Hartley. Yeah, Mark Mark Hartley and uh, sorry, Independence. I, I do apologise. <laughs> Mark Hartley, Legend by whatever it is. Thank you. Um, Legend and we'll Manor. Oh, Legend and Manor, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Guess the Manor's about you. It's Legend and Manor. Yeah. Don't forget the best-looking the best looking candidate. Yeah, <laughs> even though he's a ginger. That's all right. Still better looking. Doesn't matter. I've got a picture of Mark right in the centre of my dartboard. Right. <laughs> now, just You've to... missed it, though, haven't you, every time? Yeah, well... You need a bit of practice. Uh, now, to, to wind this up, yep. I've got... Uh, you've got to listen to this spokesman for the Home Office said, and I quote, We have been clear that the use of hotels is unacceptable. This was to Warrington Borough Council. There are currently more than 51,000 asylum, uh, that must be seekers, in hotels, costing the UK taxpayer £6 million a day. This is a government spokesman from the Home Office, right? So, in my basic calculation, this year alone, they have admitted, the governments have admitted that they are expecting 80,000 more off the boats. Now, in a quick calculation, that is approximately 15 million a day by the end of the year. Wow. Wow. Money well spent, eh? Mm. Well, while everyone's struggling. Yeah. And that's by the end of 2023. Well, you do know, only. you do know that they're all being given a form of um, debit card. By the government to allow them to spend because they get a they get a weekly allowance of something like 40 something pounds apart from they have all the meals paid everything you know their accommodation everything that they need they get phones if they haven't got a phone they get everything and they get uh, immediate access to medical treatments whereas you and i have to wait for weeks immediate for access key yeah. phrase immediate that's right yes that's right Go ahead, Trev. Right. I am going to give you my experience. Not hearsay, not rubbish, not this, not that, not what the government say. My experience. experience. Go ahead. There are two people across the road from me in a fully renovated house. I know because I went in the house when it was being renovated, chatting to certain people. 
They have been in there for coming up to 18 months. They can't work. It's a couple. They can't work because they're not in the system yet. Mm-hmm. Now, I see Asda Vans pulling up. Now, the chap, I'm not, I'm not bothered about what they are, where they're from. I'm not interested. It's the system. Yeah. I don't blame them, but it creates a lot of problems. They're better dressed than I am. The Asda vehicle pulls up, delivers all the food. The person is walking round the garden on a regular basis, on a small garden. He walks round and round smoking, and he stands there on a phone, right? They are the facts. Now, the other day, that really sort of just blew me apart, a vehicle pulled up, giving them all the ironed clothes. So the clothes are taken away, washed and ironed. They don't go out the house. Jesus. I don't accept, I don't get anything like See, that. See, these, these are the things Always that have COVID, to be. My business nearly folded. Yeah, yeah. And I am sat here in my house looking at people. Getting everything for getting nothing. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And it, it creates you know, it creates resentment, really. That's what it does. And, and this is not hearsay. This is fact. fact. Yeah. Okay. All these things, happening all over the country. All over the country. Everywhere. It exactly needs, is. I'm it just needs giving to you be my, investigated. My and the government would really want to keep all of this, a lid on all of this. And that's the truth. But the fact of Oof. the matter is, you know, it's got to stop because the people, the indigenous people of this country need looking after when we have pensioners who can't afford to heat their own homes. It's wrong. But it's not going to stop. It's Richard. got to. It's Richard. got to. Otherwise, it's not, it's it, not. Will, it will go like France. There will be riots. Well, people get to, remember now, these people are minorities. Once you actually move a majority in this country, once you actually move these people, there's no going back. They're a minority. They think that they can get away with a lot of things and they keep pushing it because the government seems to assist them. But the fact of the matter is, once the majority moves, the government have got no control. And once that happens, it will go like France, in my opinion. It will go like France. I, go ahead. I don't think it's far off, Jonathan. Yeah, it's, it's happening. There's a tinderbox. It's a tinderbox. Go ahead, Stats. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter where the people come from. I mean, look, immigration, almost a million people entered this country last year. They're talking about 45,000 of them. The problem is way worse. It wouldn't matter if a million people came from America, Germany, Spain, whatever, and you've dumped them in this country, it's going to end in tears. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they're from. That's right. And also, also, let's state the, state mm-hmm. the case. This country is a Christian country. That's it. End of story. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's being now, suppressed. Because we've got people, we've got very, very poor leadership in the church. We've got poor leadership from the from the king, who appears Back, to be yeah. appeasing them all. I mean, these people are supposed to be defenders of the faith. What? Jonathan, Jonathan. Yeah, but what well faith said. is he trying to defend them? Well said for standing up for the Christianity in this country, because it is under threat. And anybody who even pronounces themselves as such is now vilified and attacked, especially yeah, if they have care. the more traditional views of Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's appalling. Yeah. Well, as it is, we're gonna we're gonna pull that to close. Otherwise, we're gonna get accused and defenestrated as racist, you know, xenophobes and all the rest of that stuff. Bullshit. I get that daily. Bullshit. Okay. And no, what, what, I just said. what we are is a group of people defending 
the very origins, traditions, and ethos of this country. That's right. And poor people should do so. Does anybody know what the true the, the true meaning of the word shit it really means? Of what? Sorry, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Going to end on a happy note. Going to end on a happy note. What what shit really means? Yeah, store Stories. high in transit because like because when you you were transporting manure because of the different gases that it releases, you know, within ships, yeah. When it was actually put in, it was put in, in in the lowest part of the ships, and the gases would rise, and it, they were flammable. So that's what it it actually says: store high in transit, so that basically you're not going to actually set a light to your ships because all the ships were wooden, weren't they? Okay, so if anything blew up, that would be it. So that's one of the explanations about where the word shit came from. Did okay? you ever experience that, Viking? <laughs> um, no, not really. We we kind of sort of dealt with things as we went along, right over the side of the boat. Yes, yes, including many of our enemies and some of the people who sort of turned against us. Yeah, of course. And, you know, yeah, we all know. With. Right. Well, as far as we're concerned, we're xenophobic, xenophobic against Vikings. In fact, we're going to go for reparations against you, lot, aren't we, Mark? Well, well the I'll thing tell is, you Steve, now, I'll, Steve, I'll Steve, t- Steve, you're going to have to pay out more now because you just admitted to uh, pillage in Scotland too. Yeah, so that's right. Cutter once is cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we took a, well, we were well known to, to have been invading Scotland and various parts, so it's not a problem. So, uh, but the bottom line is you get nothing. End off. <laughs> I don't believe in all this So not even rubbish. an IOU. God <laughs> damn it. No, 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 you get nothing. So, uh, yes, I'm a descendant of all the Vikings and everything they did. Well, and, we're going uh, against we you. We're going a to few put... churches and monks and all that kind of business here and there. But Gazelle well, stats. It, it, that was just considered a happy weekend out. Gazelle stats. We're going to put in an invoice, and if he doesn't pay it, we're going to take him to the small claims court. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Go back in the day, burning the old church down and taking the gold. That was just a good weekend out on the beer for the yeah, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was bad news. Anyway, so you went okay. all over the place. You claimed you you took beer and you everything. Pillage. You 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 raped. You just did what you wanted to do. So in your former life, you was an MP. Yeah. <laughs> And no one's trying to cancel the Vikings. Everyone dresses up as them for a fancy dress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah well, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting yeah. all the gear. I've got. I don't reckon you can get pigtails out of that hairdo at the moment, though. Do you reckon in the future you're, people will be dressing as English soldiers? You're getting all the gear. Are you going into social service, isn't it? Yeah? Oh, oh, no, he's going to the Ministry of Justice. <laughs> That's right, Ministry of Justice. <laughs> I couldn't quite remember what you said earlier. <laughs> okay, come on, shout out, shout downs. So let's get this moving on. This podcast on. is not going to go on forever. Go ahead. I'll do a shout out, massive shout out to the Freedom Alliance, who are actually standing a number of candidates in next week's elections on the Wirral. All right. Which is really impressive to see. So good on them for trying to fight back. And I wish them all the very best. Indeed. Yeah, indeed. indeed. Totally okay. agree. No, we wish you all the best. All right. We want Thank an independent much, yeah. in Ledgeman Manor. We yeah, need so do I. We need you, Mark. We need you. Something tells me they don't want me. Why not? <laughs> No, not the constituents. I mean, the other. Well, you know, the parties. There's a there's a spec <laughs> yeah, open well. for you in Fox News. Tucker Carlson is gone. So is Dan Bongino too. Whoa! What? He, he said it was, yeah, it, that was just a contract dispute. He says he says there's nothing more to it than that. But what they've probably done is given him an unrealistic contract, so he had to refuse it. 
it's a bit coincidence, isn't it? That's happened. Yeah. Go ahead, Trev. What have you got? Yeah, I'm getting at my wit's end at the moment because Dominique Raab has just been offered a position on CB News. I've just about had enough of that. CB or GB? Uh, sorry, GB News. I was thinking Ooh. of CBBs. Well, you've been watching that. What's his name on LBC? Because he calls it GBBs, doesn't he? That GBBs, he's putting yeah. on a few pounds him as well, isn't he, O'Brien? <laughs> I know, yeah, but he's just been offered. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? GB News at the moment, it's becoming the Conservative Party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the ones that are standing down in the Conservative Party. But yeah. you notice they say good stuff on there. It's like, why weren't you saying this when you were in the... Oh, do you know? <laughs> like, seriously. Okay. All right. Have you got a shout out or a shout down, Trevor? As you're coughing away there, I can see you coughing away. Go ahead. I have. Go ahead. I've got a shout out. Ooh. To the prosecution barrister at <laughs> Liverpool Crown Court. <laughs> I cannot say any more. That's it. All right. Well, we know. We know. We're not going to mention. Okay, Stevie. Shout out. Shout down. Go ahead. Yeah, my shout down, actually. I'm a bit of fan of uh, the shout downs. I used to do a lot of shout outs at one point, but this week it's a shout down to the concept of work and the UK government for rendering it a completely worthless exercise because you might as well just turn up on a boat, end up in a hotel, and just have everything given to you. And also the fact that we seem to have proposals to give these. Uh, asylum seekers, refugees, illegal immigrants, and all these other kind of people, endless amounts of money, whilst good old-fashioned, hard-working, honest people who've been paying into this system for decades and decades are treated like absolute fools and trash by the UK government. So mine is to the concept of work and the UK government, because they're a joke. Well, I'm going to give a shout-out to the SNP. <laughs> Because if Useless gets his way and he introduces the universal basic income of £26,000 a year, I'm moving to Scotland, baby. I'm up there. I'm going there. Is this actually going to be happening in Scotland and Wales? Ach, aye. Well, I think um, I'll be finishing work rather earlier. If this is going to be happening in the UK. Well, we're all moving up there. We told the cutter that we're going to be his next door neighbour. He wasn't too happy about that, to be honest with you. Well, no, he's like... organising a special express TP delivery uh, for you to be parceled back with uh, expediency. <laughs> so there we have it. Right. Well, okay. Well, that's another show done. Thank no, God. I've got a quote yet. No, 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 no. Go on then if you want. Go ahead. I'm not finished yet. Peroni is the answer. Go with that. Uh, 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 hang on, what was the question? Yep, we don't bother. Go ahead. Any other quotes? Get them out of your system now. Got a joke. Got a joke. I'll go on then. Why did the transgender man only eat salad? Give in. Because he was a hair before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I'll write that one down. I've never heard you, I've never heard you come up with a good one yet. That was a good, that was a good one. one. Okay. Anything, They're getting better. It's practice, you see. Yeah. Anything from anything from you, the Raven, apart from stealing shiny objects. Go ahead. No, not not not. Uh, All right, then. Well, then shut up. If you I, haven't I got anything, say, I'm going to give oh. a little shout out as well, actually, to uh, my wife. Go ahead, because no, no, to my wife Elaine. We're locking her out for ten minutes, and she never said anything to me. Go ahead, the Raven. A little shout out to sh- charity shops because 
I was at a charity shop last week. Have a little browse there again and see what you can find. Did anyway, anybody buy you? Did anybody feel sorry enough for you to buy you? That's a lovely blouse as well. Yeah, it is. A lovely glass vase, really nice one, for £4. And I also bought a fabulous decanter. Could you buy Four a pounds as well? Could you buy a freaking chair? <laughs> what? The one that doesn't even creak. I'm just, we need you another chair the for this. Shop, I'm sick. Yeah. I'm sick of it. All I can do is edit out these. <laughs> sick of it, Freddie. Well, no, I'm sorry. You've got nothing else to say. I'm muting you. There you go. You're muted. Okay, it's the end of the show. <laughs> it sounds like my MP at the next election. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. We're not doing this conversation every week. It's goodbye. We do goodbye, not goodnight. All right, goodbye, Steve. Wishy-washy. Goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye to the gazelle. Goodbye. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you have a tremendous week and survive in the madness that is the UK. Hope we can all turn it around and do your bit to make it great again. Let's make the UK great again. All right, okay. I've got a good Ooh, that sounds like that from UK, that's Steve. Well done. <laughs> oh, right. Go ahead, stats man, go ahead. I'll just say adios, amigos. Adios. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. It's ended. All Another right. one snuck under the border. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to build that fence. All right, we got to build that fence. Mega. 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 I have got a new hashtag that I'm working on. Go ahead. Not sure it's going to catch on yet, but I might reveal it next week. Come on, Ola, we can't wait until next week. Go on. No, you'll have to wait until next week. Trust me, this podcast's gone on long enough. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's gone on long enough as well. And, I, and I've seen his hashtag and it could yeah. take another hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all over. That's it. Do we done all that? Is this it? Yeah, this is it. It's hard work, you know, working with you, Steve. I'm telling you. I'm